0: And gentlemen, your favorite Wednesday night show is back. Mike and Mish are in the house. It's Mission Accomplished Podcast. What is going on, Mike? It's been too goddamn long.
1: What is happening? I, I can't believe we're back. Two weeks. I feel like it's been forever.
0: It was it was a long, long time. We have not done a show since the what was it, the week before Wichita. Yeah. Absolutely fucking unacceptable if you ask me, my friend.
1: Hey, look, we went to Wichita. We had a blast. We got a ton of footage, just like a ridiculous amount. So hopefully that held everyone over. And then I put out a funny ass video of Kyle and uh, some fighters doing some dumb ass shit before and after the interviews. So,
0: you know, Joe Ivy says, oh, snap, Mish got his Ariel Hawani glasses on. Gonna be a good show. You're goddamn right. All business tonight. Now this we uh, we're back. Like like Mike said, man, it's been a long time. We went to Wichita. We had a blast out there. The fights were awesome. Uh, we got a bunch of ton, a ton of good footage out there. Uh, the uh, the outtakes video that Mike made is hilarious. And then I went on vacation with my wife and kids. We had a blast down at Universal yeah. Studios. We rode all the rides. We did all the things. But we are now back. We're back to work. We got a big drill coming up this weekend, but the most important thing is that it is Wednesday night at 9 p.m. and we're back on the air, dude. I've, I've been jonesing from this shit. Yeah, I feel naked without it, you know? It's become a part of me, I have to say. Right, and tomorrow night in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, we would be there right now if it wasn't for old Uncle Sam and our goddamn military obligations. But there's a huge event tomorrow night, headlined by our first guest of the evening, Mr. Big Frank Tate. He will be taking on Joey Beltran. We're going to follow up, Big Frank, with four fighters out of the Slaughterhouse camp. We got H.D. Davis. We got uh, Brian Duran. We got Jeremy Smith and Vinny Toriello. Toriello. He knows oh, what
1: don't... a stew is, I bet.
0: You know, I wanted to call him Trujillo the whole time, but I'm like, that, that's fucking Brazilian. That's nah, Vinny Toriello, no ch- huh? Toriello.
1: You don't know him from around the block.
0: Let's do this shit, Mike. Let's bring in our first guest of the evening. He's taken on the former heavyweight champion, the number one contender in the heavyweight division, and a Hall of Famer and Joey Beltran, but he's coming off a huge victory over Josh Burns almost a year ago, almost a year ago to the week. I don't know, man. It, was, yeah. it seems like so long Can't ago. But we caught up t- with him down there in Birmingham, Alabama, and he's back tomorrow night against Joey Beltran. He is big Frank Tate. Let's bring him in.
2: Hey. Well,
0: what's going on, man? How are you doing, Mr. Frank Tate?
3: I'm all right, fam. How you been doing?
0: We are good, you know. Great. Oh, man, so we are excited to have you on the show. Last time we talked to you was almost a year ago in Birmingham, Alabama, when you pulled off an amazing victory on short notice over a guy who was looking to get himself a title shot beating Josh Burns. Where the hell have you been, Frank Tate? How come we haven't seen you in the squared circle, and, and uh, how you feeling headed into tomorrow night?
3: Hey, I've just been waiting on Nathan Day. That's about it. Um, I feel real good going in tomorrow night. I ain't going into tomorrow night, I feel re- excellent, excellent.
0: Now, what have you been doing in the in the last twelve months? <laughs> months, like I said, I think it was April thirtieth last time you were in there against Josh Burns. Um, almost a whole year. What have you been doing in the meantime, my friend?
3: <laughs> the last um, since that Josh Burns fight, I've been working out five to four days a week. um Um, four days a week for a year so you're gonna see quite different um tomorrow night
1: (laughs) was Beltran the first person that's been offered to you over this entire year or has it been multiple people and there wasn't contracts signed one way or another or how, how did this fight end up coming about
3: I don't I don't I don't know how it came came about um they just told me um it was Beltron. They actually told me that about a month and a half ago. And, you know, um, I'm sure Beltron knew before I did, but you know, they just told me really like a month and a half ago.
0: And uh, is that somebody that you had asked for? Had you had you been asking for opponents, or you oh, just been I waiting and that, seeing?
3: I called out everybody. I called out everybody.
0: <laughs> everybody. Yeah. You know, when we last talked to you, you did mention that uh, a, a run a run back with Dylan Kleckler was something that you were interested in. Um, Kleckler's got himself a title shot now. Um, I would imagine beating the number one contender in Joey Beltran would put you right there in the, in the talks for a title shot. Um, not looking past Joey, what are you thinking about the top five rankings in the heavyweight division and um, are in... You know, how far outside of that top five do you see yourself?
3: I really don't think about the, the, um, the top five. Um, I, I care less if I'm in the top five or or, or the top 20. You know, um, I'm like, if, if I be the number three ranked person, you know, I should have been somewhere now, but um, you see how that went.
0: Right. And and Joey Beltran has a different style from some of the guys that you have fought in the past. Um Dylan Kleckler is, is um is a power a power shot guy um Josh Burns when he when you fought Josh Burns he he kind of fought weirdly that night st- stood on the center line and you just jabbed him to death that whole night Joey Beltran has this come forward zombie like style cardio machine um preparations for Joey different than in the past uh, or or everything status quo for you
3: no i i fight i fight people like joy a lot um joy like a bull um a bull and he rushes away in he just come in you know just come straight forward so you know what what a uh, hum. how you trick a bull <laughs>
0: you yeah, move to the side yeah well, hey <laughs> uh did you have you been paying attention like the, the Arnold Adams-Joey Beltran fight in New York was extremely close. Mike and I were there ringside ringside that night. Nothing against Arnold. I had it for Joey that night. I honestly haven't gone back and watched it again. Mike, I don't know if you did, but a, a lot of the people in that room were pretty much 50-50 on who they had winning that fight. Did you watch that fight? How many times have you watched that fight, and who do you have winning that one?
3: I, I was there for that fight. Um, I was in Seneca that that night, the uh, the fight night. Um, I think they gave it to the right person. Um, I think I think Arnold won. He he slightly won, but he, I think he won.
1: Frank, how the hell did we miss you there?
3: I, I don't know. I I was right up front. I, I was on the front row.
1: <laughs> Man, I, how did we I, miss I was, you?
3: I was right um, two seats down from Josh
1: Burns. Oh, so yeah, you were where we were. You were kind of on the left.
3: He called, called me out. So you know, yeah, I was there. Man,
0: you know, Big Ben's Big Ben's in the uh comment section right now. He was sitting right next to us, Kyle. He says, you know hey, what? Baby, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Big Ben? Uh yeah, what's up? Tony Loco Soto's in here, Planet Hanks in the house, Susan Walker, Joe Ivy. Thank you guys for all tuning in. Um yeah, you know what? It was hard to notice anybody with big ass Josh Burns and his shiny head in the in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Plus, you didn't have that you didn't have that cowboy hat on either. So we didn't we didn't pick you out of the crowd.
3: I had I had a cowboy hat on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joel says that's a great hat, Tate. Thank, so, thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. Yeah, man. So uh you guys were pretty um pretty cordial at the weigh-ins today. Uh you, you're going to have a, a sizable uh, height and reach advantage over Joey. Uh How do you see yourself um, pulling this victory off?
3: You know, if I stay calm, um I, I'll do it if I stay calm. You know, if I get excited, you know, I'm still going to do it if, if I get excited. But if I stay calm, it'll be quite – it'll be a long night for Joey. A long
0: night. Well – Hank from Planet Hank is in the comments here. He doesn't want it to be a long night. He's saying, "Please get the KO. I'm betting you, betting on you, big money."
3: I, I, I I'm, I'm sorry, Hank. I really don't like KOs. I just want to come, um, but I just, I just like the fight. You know, I, I really don't like KOs. I, I don't like knockouts. You know, knockouts prove nothing to me.
0: Hey, can we, can we bring it back to the Josh Burns fight real quick? This is, okay. this is all the way a year ago. Now, to remind everybody that's watching, um, you were supposed to fight Zach Komas that night. Uh, about a week out from the fight, Dylan Kleckler hurt himself, and they offered you the fight on about, like, what, seven days' notice or six days' notice?
3: About three. three two. Like three days
1: notice, really. Three days notice. Yeah, because I remember Josh Burns was on the plane and he sh- he shared right. a picture or a video of him like accepting the fight, talking about it. Maybe it was a video of him talking about accepting the fight just a few days out, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, so what I was going to say is taking that fight on three or four days notice, were you – were you surprised um, at all by the way that Josh fought that night? Were you expecting something different out of Josh Burns? Or were you just going in there with a game plan, executing your game plan and, and taking home the victory, you know, as you thought it would?
3: I mean, to tell you the truth, I, that was my first time even, even hearing of Josh Burns. I didn't know he was, Um, I, I didn't know him. I didn't know him at all. You know, uh, my first time hearing about him was, was um, was when when Nate and Dave called me, then I googled him. Um, then I saw he he, he knocked out, um, uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name, um, but that's all I did, you know, I didn't know nothing. Yeah, uh,
0: Chris, are you talking Chris Sorrow? He knocked out Chris Sorrow,
3: yeah, he knocked out Chris,
0: yeah. So, so Josh had this like really uh really uh hard-ass reputation as being like one of the most seasoned veteran bare knuckle fighters and then to be honest with you a lot of people when they when they heard that he was getting you on a short notice they they thought he was catching a softball and then you went out there in front of your hometown and you fucking dude and you fucking showed up in Birmingham, Alabama, tore the goddamn building down around you. Um talk a little bit about what that night meant to you, you know, getting that win in the in the main event spot against your home uh, in front of your hometown.
3: I mean, stuff like that really don't don't mean to nothing to me. You know, uh that that win is like if I get get a win in, in any other state, you know, it, it it wasn't no different, you know. I mean, you know, it, it was no difference to me.
4: You
1: didn't feel that sweet home Alabama love coming from the crowd after that.
3: I I, I felt love because um, the thing about me is I tune every single person out. You know, I I, I tune everybody out, other than my coaches. I don't hear nothing. I don't see nothing. That's why I look. I look straight up. Uh, when I come in, I look. I look up at, at the ceiling. or I look down on the ground. I don't look at nobody. But my opponent when the bells ring. You know, I don't look at nobody else.
0: You are fighting on a Thursday night. Is this a is this a new thing for you?
3: Uh um, I, I, I practice on I practice every Thursday. <laughs> I fight every Thursday. Yeah.
0: We gotta keep we keep reminding everybody that we talk to that you guys gotta tune into the fights. Thursday night. Don't fuck yourself up. Don't miss this. don't Don't think you're going to tune in on Friday and catch the fights because you're going to be a day late and a dollar short. It is Thursday night, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Frank Tate versus Joey Beltran. One of the one of the biggest fights of the year. And you know that you know that a fight with yourself and Joey Beltran is a fight of fight of the year contender, right?
3: Oh, well, that's good then. That's good. That's really good.
0: <laughs> Go out there right. and get a bonus. There's a lot of people looking forward to this fight, especially,
1: especially one of the biggest fans in the world, Big Ben, who is asking, when you came into the ring in Jackson and called out Belcher, what happened to that fight? How did you end up in the ring? And then what happened to that fight after that whole call out scene that happened?
3: Uh, I just ran and got up in the ring and just called him out. Um, Belcher's just a talker, you know. Uh, he he's just a talker to me. You know he he don't he 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 don't he don't want me for real he he don't want me to give it to him she so <laughs> yeah I mean- and, 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 and he told told his mama what, what, what <laughs> he told his mama he didn't want to fight me now out of 10 so he didn't want to make it happen
0: you know what though and like in and belcher belcher let's be honest belcher is a very skilled fighter he's a he's a badass but I don't know and and he's got a couple wins in the heavyweight division but I really I really feel like uh he's a he's about 15 20 pounds too small for for the real heavyweight division. You know what I mean? Like you're a 255er man, you're a true heavyweight. Heavyweight power to uh to to 220 power is a big big difference.
3: Yeah. Yeah, best is not in my division. In my weight class. So he, he, he won't be, you know, but he's just a talker just
0: want to prove a point wait a second so your birthday is friday Mm -hmm. so you must have a lot of pull you you they offered you this fight on a friday you were like nah dave no nate i got plans on my birthday give me that shit on on thursday so i can so i can keep my plans is that what happened that's what i told him i told him that shit And you're right down the street from
1: Miami, so you could sail down, you maybe get up on a boat, get out there in the ocean, have a good time, come out and go to the clubs at night.
3: That's what I'm doing.
1: That's what I'm doing. Up and down that beach. I've been to that beach. That's a nice beach.
0: Yeah, man. Well, you know what? We're really excited to see you fight. Uh, We want to do a speed round with you. Mike's got some things he needs to talk to you about first. Okay. So I was looking through your Instagram, okay? so last night at like
1: 10 30 p.m um i go to your instagram and i start looking around and you know exactly what i'm gonna say right that monica song yeah walk out my life i probably played that thing about 700 times last night so if you go and you look at your views and you go wow i've got you know i have 700 of them are for me and then i (laughs) texted kyle i said kyle get over to frank's instagram immediately i don't care if you're sleeping i don't care if you're reading a book to your kids you throw the book on the floor and you watch this video right now so i decided to take it upon myself to make you a little bit of something here and then you can i'll send it to you afterwards you can use it so this is the world premiere of monica (laughs) featuring frank tate Yeah, man, I killed it. I killed it. <laughs> you killed it! You killed it! I, I, I was dying. I was like, I have to put this to the video. I have to do it. So I, I just stayed up extra late last night. Who cares if I got to go to work at five o'clock in the morning?
0: That's right. Absolutely, fucking killed it, man. What's the, what is the uh, significance between you wanting to make that video back in the day?
3: You know, I, I'm always doing some foolish, man. I'm always doing some foolish. You know, it's really about – I love um, people smiling and having a good time around me. And I love doing foolish stuff, so, you know.
0: Absolutely, man. You're it. one of the most humble people we've ever met in our life. Uh, asking you these questions, most people would be like, hell yeah, I like fucking knocking somebody out in front of my hometown. And you're like, Yeah, just another day, another fight for me. We love your attitude. We love your humbleness. We want to ask you a couple quick speed round questions and then let you get on your way. All right, big man? Okay. All right, speed round with Big Frank Tate. Number one, got to eliminate, or you got to pick one or the other: Brandy or Monica. Monica. Black Street or Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Return of the Mac or This Is How We Do It.
3: Return of the Mac.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm with you on all all three. Go ahead, Mike.
1: All right, if you could have an endless supply of anything, what would it be?
3: Endless supply of anything. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, It's a thinker. It's a a thinker. You could have money. You could have endless food. Energy. Energy. (laughs) Endless knockout power.
0: Cowboy hats.
3: (laughs) I, I guess I'll go with money, I guess. Uh.
0: But not really. There you go, endless <laughs> supply of money. Who wouldn't want deal. that? All right, do you know what F uh K- MFK is? What is that? You gotta marry one, you gotta fuck one, you gotta kill one. Frank Italian oh, okay. food, Mexican food, Chinese food. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, goddamn, Mexican <laughs> food makes me summer. So you're killing
3: Chinese that one, don't smell, right? And they say Chinese food has rats and stuff in it, so <laughs> I don't know him.
1: Oh, you're killing them
3: all. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go with Italian food then.
1: Yeah, you keep take- Italian food, Chinese yeah, yeah. food for your side chick?
3: Hell no. Uh, for, for the side chick, let me see, for the side chick, I'll her some Mexican food. Make hey. her something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we
1: go. Would you rather be the president, the pope, or the leader of North
0: Korea?
3: Man, I want to be the, shit, I want to be the leader of North Korea.
0: There you go. There you go there. Yeah, you can make a difference, Frank. Fix yeah. it up. All right, last question for you. You get a one-time free pass to do whatever you want, and what kind of crime are you committing?
3: Oh, shit, oh, shit. I'm robbing all the banks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Outlaw style. You're just going to put a bandana over the face, keep the cowboy hat, and fucking stick him up.
3: On the horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. That a boy, man. Well, hey, before we let you go, shout out to anybody you want to shout out. Maybe if you want to give us a prediction for tomorrow night's fight, go ahead and do that, and they'll let you get on your way.
3: Uh, thanks to everybody that support me, that still do support me. And um, uh, uh thank God, That's that's really about it. Thank you guys for interviewing me.
0: Absolutely, man. You're welcome back anytime. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in tomorrow night when Big Frank Tate takes on Joey Beltran in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Thank you very much for your time, sir. You have a great night. You're so All right, Thanks, right. Frank. <clears throat> yeah, Big Frank Tate, the humble one. Yeah. The we should hum- call him Big Humble. Tate. <laughs> Big Humble. Yep. Hey, I don't like you on that side. Yeah, I don't like that
1: either. Get me back over here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there. (laughs) Why rob a bank when you can have an endless supply of money? Oh, that's a great follow-up question by Big Ben. You know, it's good to be back on here. I love talking to these guys. Um, Did you know that Joey Beltran had never been knocked down, let alone knocked out? Interesting little fun fact from uh, Big Ben. I would—is that in MMA and bare knuckle, Big Ben, or uh, I think it's just, bare-knuckle. Just bare-knuckle. it's just bare knuckle, just <laughs> bare knuckle, just bare knuckle? Yeah, man. Big fights tomorrow night. Other than the uh, main event, uh, is there a fight on this card that is really catching your eye more than more than others? I mean, we're excited for all of them, obviously, yes. and we're going to talk to all these guys. I'll tell you who. Who is Tom
1: Chov? I was. I want to see that. Tom Schoff. and. He's fighting Luchmediel, who mm-hmm. some people know as fake black belts. Uh, mm-hmm. That he, He's not bad. At, we saw him fight, uh, was it Eddie Hawk at BKFC 18? Yeah. And, you know, uh, he didn't put on a bad fight. So this is going to be a nice battle back and forth. You know, he's not, he's not the type of fighter that's just going to run in and be silly and maybe get knocked out. He's not, you know, he's going to pick his shots and he's going to be patient. So it should be a good fight between them two
0: he's got a weird um style about him uh Lich medial does mm-hmm. he he likes to uh do some wild shit with his hands remember when he was fighting eddie eddie huck he was uh he was like throw he would like throw one hand up yeah and then throw a he was like doing like weird stuff with his hands he was like almost breakdancing out there shit yeah that fancy shit man what, why is Big Ben asking? Has anybody heard from Joe Miggs? Like, I have no idea. Joe Miggs
1: was on yesterday. He was on, and he was on live he, yesterday. He interviewed Brandon Lambert and Jack Claffey together, face-off or uh, style.
0: Yeah, Big Ben. Joey Joe Miggs has been doing more stuff on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live instead of Instagram. As far as like, uh,
1: yeah, you got to get up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Big Ben, get up yeah, on Facebook.
0: So what Migs has been doing is, like, it it seems like he's been using Instagram only for his comedy and his, like, Italian video comedy things. And um, all his bare-knuckle content, his one-on-one interviews now have moved over to Facebook Live. And I think it's because he switched over to the same platform that we use, StreamYard. And StreamYard does not allow you to broadcast live to Instagram. you got to do it to Facebook um uh youtube twitter you can do all of them except for instagram so i'm i'm thinking that's why migs moved over hey while we're doing while we're waiting on our next guest make sure everybody's sharing this telling their friends and their relatives and uh and their kids and their kids friends and share this to
1: everybody you know share it to your pages (laughs) like it share it subscribe it do all that stuff so, dude, earlier I was at getting money out of the ATM, but before I got up to the ATM, I was behind people. And you know what I noticed? I fucking hate people who don't know how to use the ATM. I, I can't stand it. I'm in my car, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, dude, press the button. Just take the money. Like, what are you doing? What are people doing at the ATM that takes so long? I drive up. I put my card in. I put my pin. I fast cash or some shit like that. I mean, it literally takes me less than 60 60 seconds. I'm out of there. I know exactly what I need to do. The person in front of me, I swear to God, they were there for like five minutes and their hand is always out the window touching shit. What are they doing, Kyle? What are they doing at the ATM? It's not a bank teller.
0: No, man. Those are the people that need to get wiped off the planet.
1: What is this? <laughs> Why do people take so much time at the ATM? I wish I could. I'm going to walk up and watch what they do because I don't understand. Is there a game that comes up? Is there a cheat code and you play some frigging centipede or some it. shit? I don't understand it. It takes forever. And I was freaking out. Like, just get out of the way. I need my money. I don't know what you're doing. I hate that. I do have another story, too. I'm going to carry on here for a second. Okay, go ahead. The other day, I'm making uh, dinner, right? And. <laughs> okay. We're having some turkey and some stuff. And I'm like, I want to get some turkey, some stuff. Oh, a little a little April Thanksgiving. Yeah, something like that. And uh, you know, sweet potatoes, all that good stuff. So oh, I was, give, it, was it for Easter?
0: It was what, it?
1: well, we had some for Easter, but we had leftovers, right? So I give the kids their plates, but I don't put gravy on their plates because you know, if you hand kids something, they'll look at it and they'll be like, Oh, I don't know what the fuck that shit is. Like, I ain't gonna eat it. So I don't put the gravy on their plate because I know they're just going to, they're going to look at it. Like I never had this. I'm not going to eat this food. So I give them their plate and then I sit down and I've got gravy on my turkey. I've got gravy on my stuffing, you know, all that good shit. Mm -hmm. And Brooklyn looks at my plate and she goes, what is that? And I go, it's gravy. It's good. You want to try it? She goes, no, I don't like it. And I was like, how do you know you don't like it? She goes, I had a dream about it the other day and I tried it. and I didn't like it. (laughs) I said you had a dream about eating gravy the other day, and yeah, you didn't like it in the dream. So now you don't like it in the real world. You goes, yeah, that's what happened. I was like, that's fucking. You're lying to me.
0: Hey, Mike. It's come up
1: with the craziest stories to not eat stuff.
0: We have um we have issues going on with the Facebook feed, and that's why our our uh, our viewers went from like twenty something down to six yep uh joe it says there's
1: one on here but it says six up here but i saw 20 just a second ago so i don't know yeah so
0: something's going on with our with our live feed right now we're just going to drive on as as usual it's working Um, for me so 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 mike as you know i was just on vacation down in florida and i'm hanging around the pool and uh and, oh, Kevin Kevin Smith just texted me. He said, hey, we're sitting down here. But I'm sitting down here with DJ Tony, uh, Tom Shove, Q, and Big Jake watching sure. you guys from South Florida. Well, Dope. wish wish we could be there with you guys. So listen to this. I'm sitting Shout around out. we just pool. talking about Tom. I'm sitting around the pool. And God damn it, Mike, I thank my lucky fucking stars that I have two boys and I fear for you as your daughters get older because I'm um, I'm down there and we're around the pool and every fucking goddamn teenage like young teenage girl I don't know what these parents are thinking dude bikini bottoms have gotten smaller and a this much of each kid, each fucking teenage girl's ass cheeks are hanging out of their shorts. Oh, boy. And I'm like, fuck that shit, man. I would murder somebody. You know, I mean, like, I can't take this shit. And, you know, it was hilarious. We're down there, right? And there's this mom, right? She's sitting right next to us. She's She's having at it. She's having cocktails. She's a single mom. She's got a, like a three-year-old son and like a six-year-old son, right? She's down there. She's wearing a thong bikini. And one of those bikinis that are like this wide. That comes straight down like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, all day long ripping cocktails with her two kids there by herself, talking to fun. the talking to the married family right next to her. Right, trying just, to break you, someone up, dude. Home yep, wrecker, d- dude. Ripping drinks every once in a while, her nipple falls out. She's like, "Oh, mm, let me fix that." So she fixed you know, <laughs> So right? definitely home wrecker. She's yeah, waiting right, to right. catch you on a so, bathroom run. Yeah, yeah. So next thing you know, she's like can you just watch my kids for a few minutes? Hell so she, no. I'm not watching your yeah, So kids. she disappears, right? Like she said, I'm on vacation. You're going to watch your
1: kids. No she's,
0: way. She's never met this family before after, before this day. Right. So she's talking to this married guy and her, and his wife and their two kids. She leaves her two kids with the fucking new family. Takes off for a little bit. Comes back. She's in that, in the pool. Nipples falling out left and right. She, uh, she's like talking to the dude and she's like so i have this plan what are you guys doing wednesday and the guy's like oh whatever you want to do and the wife's like looking at him like what the fuck are you doing to the husband right and i was thinking about going to the uh to the volcano bay the water park you guys want to go and he's like absolutely you and your kids just come with us oh god no yeah, oh, so, so they sit there and they make plans together. Pink pics it ain't true. I wish I fucking took a picture. I just didn't have the fucking sack. She just, anyways, the girl goes in the pool, right? She's playing with her kids. Now she's well lit. She goes and the pool has this like rope thing around it. And she, instead of going around the rope thing to come out of the pool, she goes through it. And the rope like drags her uh top off, right? So her whole tit is just hanging out and she comes <laughs> over and she like gets herself a drink and she's like walking along the side of the pool. And like, she's like walking right by us. And she looks down and she goes, Oh, that's a full tit. <laughs> <She comes in. laughs> nice. It was Great. fucking awesome, dude. It was, it was hilarious. Man. And I don't have any pics, Joe Ivory, because I'm not a fucking creeper. All right. Yeah.
1: Jesus. That's that the real islands of adventure.
0: You make it to the pool on the yeah. last
1: day yeah,
0: and you're I just do. drinking. It was pretty funny, man. She was working for sure. I don't know what she was working towards. I think she was working towards like uh probably getting brought, brought in as like a live-in maid at this fucking guy's house so he can pay for her kids. Yeah. It was She's looking ins- for that cuckoldry. That cuckoldry? I think that's what she was looking for. <laughs> is that a word? Cuckoldry? I think it is. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna text Ryan Perez because the rest of our show, mm-hmm. all the fighters are out oh. of slaughterhouse boxing under the tutelage of the BK cheat code, Ryan Perez.
1: BK Which cheat I, code, I like I that be- name,
0: dude. Did Sosha give him that name? I don't know, or did maybe he, did he, he might have. Up- I, I think he did. I feel like Brian Sosha called him that on their show. Yeah. And like ever since then, he, that's all he calls him. And now Perez changed his name to, uh, well, I noticed
1: that his Facebook profile picture is kind of like a, uh, algorithm looking zeros and ones type matrix thing, but I never actually clicked on it, but definitely changed. So maybe he's taking that moniker,
0: (laughs) that moniker, moniker. Yeah. Yeah. That moniker. Want me to... No, 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 no. I just texted Ryan. We're going to get these guys on. But our next guest of the evening, I can't wait to talk to him, is the number one ranked featherweight in the BKFC right now, Mr. Ryan H.D. Davis. Howard. Howard. What did I say? I said Ryan. Yeah, what the fuck are you thinking? I don't know. What the fuck you want from me, man? Hey, listen.
1: You got to be better.
0: Do better. Mike, what have you done... To better yourself in the two weeks that we have not been on this show,
1: um, well, what I did was I woke up early and I ate my Wheaties. Look at him, Howard. I know it's Howard.
0: Fucking Jesus Christ, Howard, as Give in me. the
1: duck, as in Stern,
0: as you in Atherton. Hey, dude, when I typed in Howard Davis into Davis. my uh, my See my him. phone. My phone auto-corrected Howard to some other shit. And I'm like, why would it fucking change Howard? This is very common name. Fucking stupid-ass phone.
1: Uh, yeah, these stupid phones suck with that auto-correct <clears> shit. <throat> they got to get better at it. Happens to me all the time.
0: All right, man. So our next guest of the evening is the number one contender in the featherweight division, the BKFC. And he will be fighting tomorrow night against Josh Wright. His name it's Howard, H.D. Davis, and soon oh, – all right, here he is. What's happening? Yo, what's up, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, if it isn't the number one – the number one ranked featherweight in the BKFC, what do you think about that, Mr. Howard Davis? You guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Oh, yeah, my,
2: my coach was calling, so I had to decline it because I couldn't hear shit, and I don't know if you guys hear me.
1: <laughs> you yeah. – you uh, hold on, talk right now. Say, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Okay, caught up. Your video was behind by like a second from your voice, so but now caught up. So cool.
0: All right, is good now? Yep, yep, you're good. So, what's good, man? How are you? Last time we talked to you, you were about to make your debut in the BKFC. Now you're one or no, and next thing you know, you're number one ranked in the featherweight division. How you feeling, brother? Um,
2: uh, I feel like, um, I feel really good, good about it. I want to definitely make a statement tomorrow. To um to solidify that, cause I know a lot of um other I guess featherweights fell away, and somebody called me out supposedly. I heard today, and I'm just like I don't know who the fuck he is, but he can get that work too. Send a contract. So any other you know 145ers that fill away about me being number one, if like I don't deserve it, send a contract. That's all I have to say about that. But I'm feeling real good about being ranked <laughs> that high because I did fight a dude who has a lot of fights in Bare Knuckle and overall through his career in boxing MMA. I came in with one fucking fight. So I went against saws. So I proved myself, even though I didn't like my performance. And, you know, the people that does rankings, they gave me the reward. So I'm going to keep training hard, working hard, improve on this fight and show them that they didn't make a mistake.
1: I was going to ask you, now that you're number one, do you feel like you're getting pressure from all around because everybody wants that number one spot to get the title? <clears throat> They're I all mean, coming to, at you all of a sudden. You went from being a debut fighter, and now everybody's coming
2: at you. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel no pressure. I didn't even know somebody called me out. I, I do what I do best. I wake up every day, I train my ass off. I take care of my family, and I, I work on my craft. I get better at this fight. Sh- I, I get better at this fight every day. You know, I, I train three, four times a day, working on my craft, my you know conditioning, the way I throw my punches, my footwork, my head movement. I spar some of the top guys, you know. I spar with people in my camp that's real deal good, like straight box boxers, not bare knuckle um brawlers. So it's you know, I feel like it gives me the edge, and um and like a lot of situations when it comes to the bare knuckle um fighting, because I can box, I can brawl, can do both. Cause I'm you know I'm bred from both, so I definitely feel like it's it's in my advantage that um that people in my camp, you know, Jared K. got, you know, Bryce Henry, Bobby Henry. And you know, a few other names. But I've been blessed to be in the uh, position I'm I'm in right now because everything is flowing. Everything is going forward.
0: Now, how many guys, like, <clears throat> obviously you guys got quite a camp over there at Slaughterhouse. But, yeah. I mean, you guys got, I think, six fighters on this card alone, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: It's like, uh, how many pros you got up in that gym right now? Everybody. I, counting, everybody. I feel like, more than ten.
2: More than ten. Yeah, more than yeah. And everybody's lethal in their own way. Everybody has the same grind, the same grit. There's nobody lacking and we gotta pick them up or baby them. Everybody grow them in. Everybody know what they want out of out of this. Whether it's bare knuckle or boxing, like we give it all every day in sparring. you know, we love each other, we stable base, but you know, we definitely push each other to, you know, go to higher heights and stuff like that.
1: Meeting Ryan Perez, he, he's a, he's, I, I, I love the guy. I think he's awesome. Uh, we've had a few interactions with him in person. We talk to him here and there through Messenger for the show reasons and get people on. But when we talk to him in person, like we always have fun. He always jokes around and stuff. But I also get the vibe from him that he's very fun, but he's also very serious. Like he can flip. I feel like he runs the gym like straight and narrow. You need to toe the line, man. You ain't no fucking around when it comes to training.
2: Mean to me, that's the goat, you know, since I've been with him, he's taught me so much. You know, he don't play around, you know, like you say, he doesn't take any shit. He's real cool. He's always gonna keep you honest with you. When he used to be in amateurs, you know, if you lost a fight, there's no baby He's he gonna tell you that like, shit up, you lost that fucking fight. And when that you know, the the judges get together, that's what it is. Like he's not a person to you know, sell you dreams. He's gonna give it to you real and raw. If you work for it, you got a talent, he's gonna tell you you got it, you can do it. If you don't, you can still work for it and get it, but he's gonna tell you like honestly the level you're at right now but ryan doesn't play no shit man ryan you know runs a tight ship you know we have fun we laugh when it's time to have fun and laugh but when it's time to you know put in work and like you said total on or get ready for a boxing fight we go through hell week we can shit be like all that you know you hurt this you hurt that and there's no you know you don't want to spar you don't want to do this you're gonna fucking do it you know what i mean so that's what it takes you need you need your coach to you know instill that into you and just you know push you forward in all ways and he's definitely one of the, the top coaches I've ever been around in that regard and just everything he says, he you know, he does it. It isn't like just, oh yeah, just talking out his ass uh, showing this on a third. He's he's a real person, real genuine, real great energy guy. And my coach about everything he said about whether it's fighting, shooting you, <laughs> training you or whatever, that man is, you know, he's solid.
0: You know what yeah. I like about you know what I like about uh your your guys' gym is that most all your fighters that have come out of your gym were relatively unknown. Um I guess like Fames is very f- famous down in the Miami area, but like you yourself, Kid Gotti and and all these other fighters Brian Duran and and in Vinny uh, Turriello. Yeah. We've uh, to be honest, like we never really heard of a lot of you guys, but yeah. you're all coming out of the same camp under the tutelage of the same guy and everybody's winning and we're really excited to see the rest of your guys tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, showcase your very, team. It's very impressive for sure. Very, you know, it's
2: just the gyms, you know, people that just sit and wait, they turn, and work hard. They don't look for the, you know, the limelight. You know, you don't have to be known by everybody to work your ass off and have talent or be known. You know, the people that go and notice be the motherfuckers that really be, that really be about all the action they say they're about. So, you know, you don't know, you don't know about them now. But after tomorrow, you'll definitely know about all the fighters we have and the camp we're building, because you know we're building to obviously take over and to get a belt in every division, and we come oh. for everybody. So.
0: I like how he's keeping you guys busy in between bare knuckle fights with actual boxing matches, too. That's, yeah. you know, keeping keeping the uh, the the boxing skills up on like the pugilist side other than just bare knuckle scrapper side. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty badass. Now, can I ask you about Jim Ayler's Has Jim Ayler's been over there in the camp or like I, since, uh, since last time we talked to you, he signed with Slaughterhouse. But we haven't really heard anything about him over there.
2: Yeah, um, I know he he came over. I seen him a few times. He sparred, but I know he had an injury and stuff. You know, had a little setback. So I haven't seen him since. But pretty sure um him and Ryan are probably talking some things over. They they'll definitely probably figure out what they have going on. But honestly, um we all usually just stick to um our our main goals our, you know solo goals, and we you know we help each other out. But we you know we just really straightforward in what we're doing. You know, we work we're hard towards our fights, and the stuff we got to take care of outside of the gym and. We you know we all cool inside of doing like that, but we we'll won't never get to each other um internal matters and you know, been like business, fight business like that, you know. It's just regular support, you know. We will never do too much.
0: Now I wanted to ask you about your opponent tomorrow of uh, tomorrow night, but before I do that, will you give us the name of the person that called you out and you said I don't even know who that is. <laughs> that.
2: I honestly don't know. I forgot what... The, you don't know I was the name? Talking to, um, OG. I was talking to OG. You know the one who does the interviews? And he yep. said it. He was like, He's oh, how do you feel about what's the name um, calling you out? And I'm like, I Steve didn't even say who. I was just like...
0: Was it Steve O. Oh yeah, him. That's his <laughs> name.
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't remember it, but I don't know who the dude is. I really don't give a fuck, honestly. And if, you know, he wants to fight me, I, th- I'm, I, f- I finish this fight because I don't look past anybody. He can send his contract and we can fight because anybody in the 145 division is, you know, my food. I'm clearing out the table. So, who, who who's ever up next on the menu, that's fine with me. I'm coming for the belt. So, whoever they want to put against me for the belt, I'm here for it.
0: So you and him would be a fun fight. But yeah. let's talk about Josh Wright tomorrow night. What can we expect out of you with Josh Wright? What do you think about your opponent? And, um, you know, how do you see this fight playing out?
2: I watched this fight with um, shows, and um, it was all right. I seen, um, seen little things I can pick apart on him. Obviously, the size, the advantage to reach. Come in, you know, I'm going to definitely box. You know, he tried to turn it into a brawl, stay back and box him until I had to bring that brawl out. But, that's one thing people don't understand. That's one thing that you don't want to do with me. You don't want to brawl with me. You might as well just get, get your ass beat boxing because the boxing is going to be you know, lethal. going to pick your parts It's going to be tactical. But the brawling, uh, that's, that's, that's that's when you get the angry me. And I'm like, I'm going to fuck what you hit me with. I'm eating it. And I'm just going to hit you with some shit way harder. So Rusty Crowder did the right thing with trying to survive and moving around and not trying to get in that smoke and be in arms range and just sit there and brawl with me. He moved around a lot. If this guy doesn't do that, it's going to be a short night for him, I feel. But, you know, I'm just basically going to go in there. Whatever he does, I'm going to adapt to it. And I got a game plan ready for him. I won't to tell too much details, but definitely it's going to be fireworks. So you guys make sure you watch and don't blink.
0: Man. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love the confidence. I love the fact. And, and you said you're going to have the size advantage and the reach advantage, but I feel like that's going to be your thing in every single fight you have in that featherweight division because you're a fucking monster at that size. Um, before, before uh, we let you get out of here for the night, we're gonna throw yeah. your uh, we're gonna throw your your uh, referral code up here for a second. Anybody that wants to get the app that hasn't gotten the app yet, go ahead, use his Thank referral you. code, referral.b uh, slash uh, Davis, and uh, hook hook the guy up. And uh, we're gonna ask you three quick speed round questions and let you get up out of here. All right, yeah, all right, <laughs> no, no,
2: you guys, fine. I was just I was sitting down eating with my teammate.
0: No, that's cool. It's cool. If you could fight one person to the death and then switch lives with them if you win, who you fighting?
2: Oh, that's like like bare knuckle (laughs) and like boxing. Like like, whoa.
0: Anyone, anyone in the world, if you're gonna fight one person to the death, and if you kill them, you get to switch lives with them. Who you fighting?
2: Oh shit. Um Earl Spence Jr.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, he kept it real. He like he picked a hard fight. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I got to. I, I I love the way he boxes, and he just he 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 just stands on business. He he talks to talk, he walks to walk. I you know I, I love the way he carry, um carries himself, and just like moves with his his family and everything like that. Like that man, definitely he's definitely gonna be one of the names that they you know put down in history.
0: Educated answer, right hey, there. I like. He just it. had Number a win two. too, no.
2: And it was gruesome. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Number <laughs> two.
0: All right.
1: Would you date someone knowing all their exes are dead?
2: I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, the motherfucker ain't finna kill me, so I'm okay.
0: <laughs> You're sleeping but, like yeah. that. <laughs> you ain't gonna get kill, me. kill me? Yeah, oh, right. And last question <laughs> for you, dude. If every time you finished having sex, a song played, what song would that be?
2: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, like- that's a funny ass question because I I'm not the music type of person when it comes to that. So, um, damn, okay, um, the the Isley Brothers, um, foot, footsteps uh, in the dark. <laughs>
0: there you go. I don't even know that song, but it sounds like a good one.
2: Oh yeah, what? man. Go ahead and like, dim the lights at your crib and invite a lady over or your girl and play that song. And the shit's gonna be lit.
0: Footsteps <laughs> <laughs> in the dark. Footsteps real. Mike, Mike's writing that down right now. You
2: better believe it. <laughs> you better believe it. All
0: right, man. Well, hey, before, we'll let you get out of here, but uh, yeah. go ahead and shout anybody out. Thank anybody you want to thank, and uh, we'll let you go.
2: Hey, appreciate it, guys. Shout out to the whole slaughterhouse Boxing. We're taking over tomorrow. Shout out to my coach, Ron Perez. R.R.P. to my coach, Mel. R.P. to my coach, Mace. R.P. to my homie, Cool. R.P. to OG. Everybody I lost this year and last year, we're doing this shit for you guys. You're going to. Keep this shit pushing. Continue the dreams that you guys left behind. And love you guys. To so all my sponsors, to my fans, to my fiance, my my kids. Love you guys. Appreciate it, guys.
0: All right, brother. You have a thank good you, fight brother. tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: All right. Thank you, guys. You be all safe.
0: Right. Take it easy. Later. You know, what? Uh, I should have asked him if uh, Brian Duran was right there with him and he could just tell him to get on the get on the there, old
1: you go. I was thinking that when he said <laughs> I'm out to dinner with some of my teammates, I was thinking to myself like, wait, they might be coming on the show. There's a good chance because there's three of them coming on next and they're all his teammates. So, boom
0: yeah man well hey thanks for everyone uh, migrating over to youtube right now if you guys want to spread the word to the rest of the masses do we had a lot more people watching over there on facebook and yeah I don't, you know what it is facebook- my facebook feed
1: is working so i don't i don't know what happened maybe it happened before i checked you know yeah but that's shit it's bullshit and it's unacceptable this is our this is our return. You know what I mean? We don't need this kind of dumbass shit to happen yeah, on our yeah. Facebook We're back. Shit. We're
0: back in a big way. Yeah. You know, Mike, um, I was gonna propose that we do um a fight companion tomorrow night, but Mike opted to go to SpongeBob on ice or some shit like SpongeBob. that. SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you going to? I can't remember. I could only wish. That I was going to
1: SpongeBob on ice. That would be probably pretty, pretty good. Have you ever seen have you ever seen Spongebob
0: Kyle? I love Spongebob. Okay, Great. so
1: listen, I would love to see SpongeBob if and and you know what? If SpongeBob on ice comes around providence or You're wherever going. Were, to, we're going. I'm buying tickets and we're going. I'm not going to SpongeBob on ice. What are you going? I'm on? going to Peppa Pig Live. Oh, that's oh nice. yeah. Not just any pig. <laughs> Peppa Pig, all right? We're going to Peppa Pig live with the kids tomorrow. So I'll probably miss a few fights in the beginning of tomorrow's show because when you're watching the fights tomorrow and you're watching those hands swing back and forth and people getting cracked open and knocked out and whatever else and you're hearing the sweet, sweet voices of Sean Wheelock and Chris Lytle (laughs) over your TV speakers, just think of me and say a little prayer because I promise you that I'll be going like this. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit, this fucking sucks. Oh God, someone help me. That's we, me. Dude. Yeah, hey, this is so much funny Oh, look at over there. Ah, You know, that's a. Oh, look, it's George. How cute. And I'll be going, oh, fucking get me out of here, please. Is this ever gonna end? Let's go jump in muddy puddles, the whole, that's it. Muddy puddles. I'll be like, oh, did you see Peppa jumped in muddy puddles? Oh, and Bristol will hold her up, Pe- and put her on my Peppa. shoulder, ah,
5: and then I'll be
0: like, Peppa, eat your tomato is. soup.
1: Oh my
0: god! <laughs> I used to watch it all that's the what time. Got to do you, though, you know. You know, will you be that dad? That is, uh, watching the fights on his cell phone secretly, like down by his hip, like down here while your daughter's on the other side, loving life. I can't make any promises that I won't be doing, that.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm going to peek. there's going to yeah. be a peek going on and Steph's going to look over when she catches So I'm going to wait till they're really going. And then I'm yeah. going to take my phone and I'm going to do the thing where I put it like down next to my leg to like the left or the right, depending on what side Steph's sitting on and I'll have it open and I'll be going like this. And I'll like look up, I like look over, like look down, like this. I have it playing like that. And I'll keep, and at one point, she's going to catch my ass. It happens every time. And she's going to look at me and she's going to be going like this. <laughs> and as soon as I look up, she's going to be looking at me and I'll be like, What? I have to, it's my job. I got to do it. You know? Oh my God. And it's she's going fucking... to be like, You can't believe you're watching Bare Knuckle Fighting while we're watching Peppa Pig Live with the kids. You don't have an hour and a half for your kids.
0: Fucking no. Stupid show. Uh, dude you know what our next guest is calling in right now according to the cheat code himself ryan perez our guy but uh i wonder who bullfrog actually uh, actual is you know mean?
1: so bullfrog actual is a new fan of the show Mm -hmm. uh i think big ben has if i remember correctly big ben remind me this is somebody that Started watching our show because Big Ben shouted us out during uh, maybe the prelims on the last fight when we were in Wichita. I think Mm -hmm. that's what happened. So I gave him a little shout out. Thank them for watching the show. And here he is live. So welcome to the show. The actual live show, Bullfrog Actual.
0: Welcome. (laughs) I I like that you used the word actual like twice in the sentence before saying Bullfrog Actual. That's fantastic, mate. You're a wordsman. You know, yeah. Um, The dude that we're about to talk to is he fighting the guy that fought HD?
1: (laughs) Yes. So that's what I was gonna bring up when uh, when we spoke to him. We talked
0: to him, okay? Yeah, because
1: it's a fun little factoid because they train together. You know what I'm saying? It's a little factoid.
0: Can I can I go ahead and say that the 145 pound division is slowly getting pretty interesting here with guys such as HD Davis and Steve O'Morris and John Lee Chalbeck still out there. We got Rusty Crowder out there. Um you know, I'm I'm really starting to get interested. I really feel like um with those two names at the top that I just said and no, nothing against John Lee Chalbeck. We we love John Chalbeck and oh, yeah. I think his his skill is top notch. Really think he should be up there at the top of the rankings. 100%. But other than John H.D. Davis and steve O'Morris are making names for themselves, and those two guys are super young. Uh, I believe H- H.D.'s, what, 21 years old or 22 years old? And, uh, and Steve-O's 27, I believe, very young, new in the game, really making a name for themselves. Uh, it's going to be a matter of time before BKFC – uh, introduces a 145 pound title and really makes really cranks things up in that division.
1: Oh man, there's some really good matchups to be made here. And like you said, it's 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 heating up big time. Uh, when you mentioned Steve O'Morris, his fight against LJ Hermrek was awesome. You know, the first round they were going back and forth, and then after that, the second round Steve O started taking over, and that fight was great. Now, I actually went back and watched this event over again, the whole thing, begin mm-hmm. to end. And I don't normally do that uh, right away, but I had some time and I, I put it on and, and watched it. And man, that fight was so awesome. But you want to know what? The Noah Cutter Lycia fight was so fucking awesome. It was insane. I watched it over again, and it was just as crazy as it was the first so, time I saw it.
0: Mike, let me ask you, because you watched it over again. I have not. But that night, I thought that they should've they should have scored the first round the ultra rare nine seven, right? But then the judges on the TV that night scored it a 10-7. Yeah. Right. Yeah, weird, right? But it is didn't, weird. Didn't um Cutter get knocked down? Yeah. Well, Cutter One got time. knocked down once. Yeah. And then he knocked the other dude down three times. Three times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what his knockdown didn't matter on the scorecards yeah so, i have no idea uh, maybe we're, we're, they. i don't
1: that's that's what's weird i don't know if they were like oh well he won the round because he knocked it so so down three him times ten. and he, yeah right i don't understand that i don't know yeah, but,
0: but right. we were i was sitting right next to nick sherlock that night and me and him both looked at each other at the same time we're like holy shit a fucking nine seven round that's like unheard of you never yeah. see that shit that's really it weird. Was unbelievable hey but our second fighter our second slaughterhouse fighter yeah of the evening yeah is, is ready to come in Third fighter of the night. This guy will be making his debut tomorrow night. BKFC Fort Lauderdale. He will be the first fight of the evening against. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say this guy's? Is it Glendel or Glendel? Glendel Futrell. I, I Glendale guess Glendel Futrell. 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 We're gonna call him Glendel Futrell Fru- because <laughs> I suck at names. But our our next guest is Brian Duran out of Slaughterhouse. Let's welcome him, yeah. him to the show. Alagayo. What's up, brother? How you guys doing?
6: What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? doing? Doing great.
0: We're doing great. Just another fighter out of the fucking cheat codes camp over there, Mr. Brian Duran. How are you doing, sir? Yes, sir. I'm doing great.
6: How about yourself?
0: Doing good, man. You're about to make your debut, your your professional debut overall, right? Yes, sir. Overall. First profile. Got oh, yeah. to be on cloud nine right now, looking to uh, display some of these talents that you have been sharpening over the past few years. And now you're coming out of one of the hottest camps in Bare Knuckle. Um, what's the whole experience been like so far down there in uh, Fort Lauderdale for you?
6: Man, it's a safe to say it's the best fucking time of my life <laughs> I yeah, think it's yeah. the best thing that's ever happened in my life honestly. I was then having my kids. I think this is the best feeling in the world, bro. Yeah,
0: awesome. man, it's got it's got to be I mean, do you have do you have amateur fights? You got amateur yes, boxing? Sir. You yes, got amateur. Sir. Now, yeah. the BKFC, the way they run things uh is it a, is it a huge whirlwind difference compared to what you went through with the amateurs or not so much? Well, I have a lot of Burn knuckle fights, we could say. <laughs> so,
6: for me, it's nothing new. I feel like I have a big advantage than anybody just being a boxer their whole life. Understand what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and I've done other martial arts like capoeira. I've done karate when I was a kid, Taiwan though. So, I have a lot of knowledge of different angles, different things that they're not used to. I'm bringing a whole different ball game to burn knuckle that they've ever seen. I'm going to be hitting places that people didn't even think you could get hit in, And you will get hurt. So... Trust me, Ryan wouldn't pull, Ryan Perez wouldn't pull me on this card if it would he didn't think I was going, you know? Stun out.
1: We believe in Ryan Perez. When he says some stuff, we believe him. Cause he, he that that's a guy. Like I was telling H D just a minute ago. Are you with H D right now? Or are you one of the people who were out to dinner with us? I was
6: I, I mean, it was just me and him. We were just together. <laughs> I literally just got home. <laughs> that's that's so why it took funny. a while to get in because I was I was trying to get here to get the charger from upstairs. <laughs> so
1: you're gonna be fighting against Glendale Futrell. I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. I think we fucked his name up three times already tonight. Hit the uh, So he lost in January against HD Davis, first round KO. And yes, you sir. train with HD. So do you see I that? three, like h-
6: four times
1: a week. <laughs> so that's going to be a huge advantage going into the fight, knowing that you, did you train with HD when he fought Glenda, uh, Glendale? Uh,
0: yes, I helped
6: him get ready for that
0: fight. <laughs> Man. You must feel pretty goddamn good going into this one then.
6: Oh, I feel amazing. Can't even lie. Like it's another day. Another now, day Right.
0: Can-, can can you uh can you give us give our audience a little uh background on yourself? Like um you're a Cuban fighter, but you've been in you've been in Florida for uh, most of your life or when did you come over into uh into Florida? I think he froze. Mhm. Mhm. Ryan, Ryan Perez, probably calling him right now. i froze his phone.
1: <laughs> hey, now, can you hear us? Give him a second. Yeah, this might be one of those instances when might uh, have to back out and then come right back in and we'll bring you right back on. That's probably what's going to have to happen here, because uh, usually when somebody loses the stream, if they back out, Harry comes back let's um hold on let's get rid of
6: all right let's bring them back in here there, there we go we yeah my bad bro some people are blowing me up right now because the whole thing trying to say congrats this that oh my god
0: i totally I would, understand so sorry I, would imagine, I would imagine it's a busy time in your life but oh. just give us a little quick uh a little quick bio on yourself so everyone can get uh get used to uh knowing who you are before you go out and make a name for yourself tomorrow night um um or you
6: guys know already my name is Brian Duran um I come from Cuba and I, I got here from Cuba when I was nine years old um I did boxing over there I did I got a few amateur fights as a little kid because over there you start a little younger than over here um I always had a, a love for boxing when I got here my father didn't want me to do boxing he was like no that's bad for the brains and that so it was like a whole war me trying to do what I wanted you know he was just trying to look out as a father you know but he didn't understand the bigger picture. Now he gets, now he's super proud, but before he didn't get it. Um, so it was just me fighting that. So I always had the fighting spirit inside of me. And he always, tried to, he put me in Capoeira and all the different things that weren't as violent as boxing, you know, but I always had it inside of me. I was always like, and then he put me in baseball and then I started getting in trouble because I started fighting in baseball. <laughs> so it was like, it was just inside of me forever. So I boxed, I started boxing like a few years ago and I got in a motorcycle accident and then I couldn't continue to to train for a while. And I got depressed and stuff. And I'll say like a couple months back, like Ryan was my friend already. He was not my coach before, he was my, just my friend. And I called Ryan, I'm like, bro, I see what you're doing with your team, bro. And you know where I come from, you know what I'm capable of doing. Obviously I can sharpen up a lot more training with you guys. Got a hell, hell of a great camp. Um, I just want to do it, bro. I want to do the burn knuckle thing. I want to change my life. I want to do something positive. And he was like, bro, as long as you take it serious, I'm taking you three times more serious pull up and let's make it happen. I, I didn't last 30 minutes. I was there already. And <laughs> I left four or five away from the camp from where we were training. I got there quick as hell. I was like, bro, I'm ready. He said, when you want to start training? I tell him right now. He said, let's do it. So um, since then, we've been working on it. And he told me, just trust the process. Whenever I feel like you're ready to shock the world with your talent, I will pull you on.
0: And here we are. How long ago was that? That you started with Slaughterhouse? I
6: was, bro, I started with Slaughterhouse, like officially training, I'll say October. Wow. So
0: it's been pretty quick then. Yes, sir. Pretty quick yes, sir. little ride for you. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm
6: a really, you could ask anybody in my camp, you guys, any coach knows me, anybody that knows me personally or been in the gym with me, I'm a hardworking dude. I'm the first guy to get in the last one to leave type of thing, you know? And I don't just train in the in the gym and I'm cool with the boxing training. I go and and lift my weights I go in and I run a night, six, five miles every night. I try to stay on weight. I mean, look, I made weight. I was a pound something under. You know,
0: so. I wanted to ask you about that. They had you listed on the card when you look at the fight card as a featherweight. But well, you guys weighed in at lightweight today. Are you fighting? Are you, is that your weight class? Or no,
6: um, Well, we first had agreed on fighting on 145, but then there was some misunderstandings on the way. And we agreed that since it was a little like me and my coach, we thought about it. like, Okay, the guy's a little taller. It's better if we fight a 55 for here. you, even if no matter what happens – we know you're gonna win but let's just be safe because we want i want to pull you in more cars they know i could bring i could bring the city out and that's what i'm approved also to be KFC this time around i bring people out so they were like yo let's let's try to fire 155 i said let's do it i'm only three pounds away when he told me that i was aiming for 45 so i've been on weight for the past like month and a half just training super hard so i feel normal that's a I'm relief huh had, yeah i only had to like really like You could say starve, like eat a little bit and like barely eat, drink water and stuff for like two days, which athletes take two weeks doing that. I did it for two days, you know? So I feel healthy, you know? I'm really proud of my team, the way they helped me out with this, bro. Cause a lot of people out here don't have the support that I have from the team, like the actual team. You know, it's great to work around like champions and everybody's so humble enough to teach you whenever they have a chance or just, you know, share that knowledge that it takes so much to learn, you know? And that just makes you better when you're training around so many superstars, you become one without even noticing, you know, and that's that, how I feel.
0: Do you feel like that, I'm, uh, do you think that 155 will your will be your home for uh for now? Or are you just gonna try yeah, to go so, fight by fight?
6: I feel so strong at 155
0: is insane. Like I'll tell you right now, I don't I don't I haven't lost my power whatsoever. Your guys' camp basically one thirty-five to one sixty-five. You got you got that freaking a uh that weight range pretty locked down with gotti in our in our next guest our next guest vinny at Bantamway. then you got 145 howard you got yourself and fame's at 155 you got jim ehlers at 165 it's like there's a slaughterhouse guy everywhere 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 we can't we can't throw a stone without freaking hitting a slaughterhouse i'll be guy. on the
6: lookout for Gogo Google. Gogo's gonna be the second fight of the night y'all be on the lookout that guy okay. is going to be a problem at 165. going to be a big problem. They're going to have a hard time with that guy.
0: <laughs> I'm saying, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Ryan Perez is building himself a little army. They're going to have so, a hard you know, time with
6: man. I'm telling you. I haven't <laughs> sure. seen nothing yet. The first dogs they unleashed were Jerry first and then Howard. Now they're unleashing the bigger boys. This this is going to get serious. And the older the older heads that are holding bells, they're going to think about this because – we're a little
0: dangerous. You know what I'm saying? This, the new school is a little dangerous. You feel me? That's, that's what Perez is, That's what Ryan's bringing with you guys. He's bringing like a youth movement to the bare knuckle, uh, to the bare knuckle sport. That was when, when the bare knuckle sport came around in 2018 bare knuckle uh, BKFC was really starting to build their brand. They were, you know, making their moves by bringing <laughs> over UFC fighters and boxers and whatnot that have been around a long time and, and still, st- You know, planting their flag in the combat sports world. Now that it is an established sport, you know, five years later, this youth movement is coming in. These young guys like yourself and Howard and Jared that are starting as bare knuckle fighters. You know, yeah. you're not you're not coming over from the UFC or Bellator. From nowhere, yeah, hockey. we're going straight to yeah. this is where you start and this homegrown. Yeah, this is homegrown. Home this grown. is amazing. Yep. It's really awesome to see. It's what and, the sport uh, needs, really. Uh, it's sport needs a lot sport, of homegrown fighters.
6: Exactly, and and the crazy part is that we'll be around the superstars. I'm Not going to say names, but. Like, real superstars, million-dollar dudes. And they'd be looking at us like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> and there's superstars in the boxing world, champions, five, six belts, and they're looking at us like we're insane. So it, you can tell the respect that a lot of people have for the bare uncle fighters. Like, before, it wasn't a lot of respect. Ah, like, oh, People don't know how technique. Yeah, but it takes a lot of guts to get in that ring and know you're going to get punched by another man with no protection. It's who you really are, you know? And it brings the colors out of men. You know, the sport brings the color out of you. It's different. Anybody can, anybody can pair a punch with, with gloves, but not everybody can put those fingers in front of a hook. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole different ball game.
1: Brian, I was watching uh, your your Instagram, I believe, and I came across one of your videos, and you had a quote that said, "Your salary is the drug they give you for you to forget your dreams." And I loved so, that quote. I thought that was fantastic. You had a buddy that told you that. Uh, and my
6: little brother. My little brother told me that.
1: Okay, I, I I don't know. I love it so that's much. Is
6: that works. from something? Oh no, he, he he just came up with it. He's a rapper, he's a, po- a poetic human being. So he just came up with that. He posted it up. I was like, Wow, you blew my brain. But he, he does he did it in Spanish, so I switched it over in English, so I said it in Spanish first, and then I said it in yeah. English. Yeah, and I was like, Wow, that's like because that's something I always understood. Like, I hate working. I never worked in my life, you know. <laughs> I would have ra- I would have rather chased my dream and the lady that's with me helped me through life, you know, and let's make it happen together. Then me go and chase a dream and go make somebody rich. I'm only 26. If I would have focused on working and paying bills at 26, I would have never been in this position ever, you know? So I risked everything for this. So that's why I feel like, especially our camp, like almost everybody got a story behind them. You know what I'm saying? Like literally Mm -hmm. like we're not kids that mommy and daddy in this hood, you know, like we all come from something. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jerry he has a beautiful story. Howard has a beautiful story. Go-Go a beautiful story. I got a beautiful story like we all do. And it's a pain story, but we're here. And I feel like we're painting the way for a lot of young people that are lost. You know? Like we were at a certain point.
1: That's why we like doing this show. Because everyone does have a story. And, like, you can tune in and see the fights, which are fantastic. Obviously, the whole reason we started doing this is because we love the sport so much. But... When you get to actually meet somebody now nobody has seen you fight bare knuckle yet but now whoever's watching right now and gets to see you and when we post this later whoever sees it and they learn who you are your story how you know how you think you know your motivations uh, I it just I feel like you can really get behind somebody when you know where they came from you know
6: people fall in love with you not even what you're doing that's mm-hmm, what you right. gotta understand people are fans of you not of what you got going on. And that's the most important part because we're here today as as boxers, but tomorrow one of us might get, you know, injured, a finger injured, and then we don't want to fight no more. But this, you still have the support, and people are still going to listen to you because then they understand, you know, <laughs> where you came from and your point of what you doing and what you did, what you did, you know. So it's something beautiful. I feel like this is just leverage. You know, obviously, we all won this. We all fighters. This is what we dream about Every day you know to not say the bad word every day we dream about it you know i literally haven't slept in two days just waiting to get in that ring like i've been dying for this moment it's like bro can't now even it's spring. less
0: than 24 hours away less than yeah. 24 yeah like
6: i just feel like screaming I just feel like standing in front of the mirror and just <laughs> you
0: know and you get to kick the night off man you get to start it all well, up you i get to set the tone my, for the entire night no,
6: well actually i think they moved my bout to wow. the fifth bout to the fifth oh really to
0: the fifth bout yeah i think so
6: well, well, mistaken like I think they were like telling me that today they're going to move my bout because they want to like anticipate. I was bringing so many people out that they're like, yo, we want to make sure all your people are this so when you come out. Oh, okay. Impact is felt. that We'll so do man. that. Yeah. Well, so man. I love the fact that how they're moving. BKFC, bro, shout out to them. Great company. They're moving amazingly. And, bro, they deserve more credit than they have, honestly.
0: Yeah, real it's a, it's, a, it's a it is a it's a great product, man. We've been to many events, and uh, they treat us well as media. They treat you guys well, and uh, man, we're looking forward to your fight tomorrow night for sure. Thank um, you, guys. Yeah, we're gonna ask you three off the wall questions real quick, and then I'm gonna let you get out of here. And we're gonna talk to your teammate Vinny. All right, speed round with Brian Duran. Here we go. Number one, if you got a one time pass to do whatever you wanted, what kind of crime are you committing? Whoa. <laughs> that was a crazy one bro yeah there you go
1: and one time pass frank tate said he's gonna rob some banks
6: I mean, that's 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 the first thing that comes in your head when you think that's about tough. that. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it, but definitely, that's definitely it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Maybe the
6: old me would have done that now. I don't know, bro, because I don't even want to commit a crime. I did not even want to pass, bro. I just want to do good. Since I've been doing good, I've been getting blessed.
0: <laughs> Look at that. Joe Ivy just... in, in the uh, comments says purge. That... Purge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer, too. Number two, Mike.
1: If you could watch any boxer from history in their prime, fight bare knuckle, who
6: would you choose to watch?
0: Oh, Mike Tyson. I feel like that's the go-to answer for
6: everybody, yeah. right? Bro, that would have been insane. It would be insane. I'm sure <laughs> or, some people saw like, it. Can, I'm... Can, I say, can I say my second pick, though? Yeah. yeah. I think Canelo. Canelo? Uh, I, think, I would love to see Canelo fight bare knuckle. I would love to. Them body Molder. shots, I want to see what any what people react to when he snatches a body like that.
0: Oh. Well, you know Man. who's... He, he, uh, Mike Richmond's bringing those body shots up there at the 175-pound division. Every time yeah. he hits somebody yeah. in the body, he ruins their night. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, now, And the last question we got for you, and this is a deep one. You got to really think about this one. <laughs> Would you rather marry a 10 with incurable body odor or a really rich 2? <laughs> nah. I'll give
6: to ten, bro, because I'm gonna be rich regardless. Man. I don't need her money. I want. I want to wake up happy every morning. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna stink,
0: bro. She's gonna smell. Man,
6: imagine waking up in a, in a, in a million dollar bed. When you look to the side, and you got two dollars next to you, You're crazy man.
0: <laughs> All right, my man. Well, thank you very much for coming on. You've been fun. We're really looking forward you guys, to your man. debut tomorrow night. Uh, go ahead and shout some people out if you want. to let you get out of here. Man, I
6: just want to shout out the whole slaughterhouse, man. We got six people in the car, bro. So we about a. To... Tear shit up. I'm telling you, we're going to tear Geesh. shit up, man. The whole night, we six dubs. I called it. Six dubs. We're going home. Everybody with a dub. Promise.
0: There it is. Thank you very much for coming on to, to, uh, tonight. Everybody tune in tomorrow night. Follow him. His socials are at the bottom. Uh, Thanks, thanks a lot for coming on, bud. I
6: hey, know. Thank you guys so much, man. God bless thanks. you, guys,
0: bro. Have a good one. Take care. Later. You too, man. All right. Ryan Duran. Could that is an, another Slaughterhouse product making his debut tomorrow night. We got another one that's been waiting patiently in the waiting room right now. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and just bring him on real quick so we can talk to the man himself, Vinny Tariello. Here he is. What's up, my man?
4: What's going on, fellas?
0: Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Like, I swear to God, every time we turn around and we speak to somebody, they are connected to Slaughterhouse these days. Hey,
4: something like that, right?
0: <laughs> there you go. What's going on? You're making, uh, you're making your debut tomorrow night as well, correct?
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: How is, uh, how was your trip to Fort Lauderdale been with the team? How are things going so far um, while you're there? Man, I love it. Um,
4: you know, South Florida is my, my home. You know, I was born in New York, but I lived in Florida my whole life. Um, okay. you know, I got picked up by Slaughterhouse uh, at the first trials in Fort Lauderdale. My car, you know, coach Bobby, um, been with them ever since, you know, and, uh, it's blessed it's a definitely a blessed opportunity to be in a gym and uh, like that old that old saying iron sharpens iron and that's you better believe it and as you guys can see it you see a lot of the prospects we' really got the champ kid Gotti got HD to check come on man we got in, a lot of us are making our pro debuts
0: what yeah. it is but this this night with this night is like you just you just mentioned HD you mentioned kid Gotti this is really like the slaughterhouse coming out party tomorrow yeah. night man you guys got six guys on this card and everybody has seen the talent that has come out of that camp so far. And even fames like fames took a, took the loss against Mendez, but let's be honest. Nobody really thought that fames was going to last more than a round or two with Chad Mendez, a mm-hmm. former UFC title contender who had a very great career in the UFC. He's a yeah. little, tank, little powerhouse. Even fames hung with him with that I go was, four four rounds. I yeah. Four close, rounds? yeah. Yep. Unreal, man. So, yeah, yeah. So we're really looking forward to you and, and all your teammates tomorrow night. Um, how are you feeling about the whole experience so far? Um, right now, as far as like making your debut, uh, doing the weigh-ins today, getting the, having the fighter meetings, all that, all that stuff.
4: Um, it's amazing, you know, because uh, you know, I had this dream over a decade ago, and uh, you know, you go through different turns in life. Uh, jobs, careers, hearing people saying, oh, you need to get into a career and this and that. And, you know, I stared different paths and now I'm back on the path. But, you know, the, 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 this opportunity is presented. The man upstairs put that and everything is just, everything just feels perfect. Nothing is, oh, you know, making phone calls. Hey man, I need to get on. I need to get on. Hey, what's going? Listen, everything is just perfect. Everything's aligned and it's like you said, it's a coming out party. You know, there's a lot of a lot of top athletes, a lot of top prospects coming out, and we're all here to show showcase what we got and put on a show for everyone. You know, but but going through the media and everything, it's great. You know, I'm, I'm grasping it. Everything's going so quick, but I'm trying to just wow. You know, this so is cool. it. Exactly, I'm trying to suck it in and be like, wow. Drink it all is, in, man. You know, I I used to think about this. When I was a little kid, like, you know, just closing your eyes and hearing the fans and signing the order, you know, signing our pictures, And it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It truly is, you know, and I'm thankful for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You you really do. You have to, you have to stop and and, and soak it all in because we've been uh, to a whole bunch of events now just covering the sport. You know, we don't fight, but we've been to all these events and like, just as a fan and as media, when I go there, I'm like, waiting for the event to start and when it starts i'm like here we go and then before i know it everything's over and we're walking out and i'm like holy shit so like your event is just that fight you know it's like sure you can watch the fights before and after or anything but i feel like you just got to kind of soak all that in and 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 fucking look around because they do put on a great show bkfc and when you go out there tomorrow and you, you have you been in the ring yet do they have the ring up yet
4: no we haven't actually
1: so you get in the ring tomorrow, throw your headphones in, you know, yep. Get yep. feel for it. You're gonna look around and be like, "Holy shit, this is fucking awesome!"
0: Yeah, it's here. <laughs> you're gonna feel it's them. Here. You're gonna feel them steel pipe ropes. But yeah, yeah, here. they were telling us. Yeah, <laughs> those things are uh, they're they're no joke. Uh, it's gonna be awesome, man. I I swear to God, every time we go to one of these events, uh, they seem to get better and better, and and like they seem like. Last event was the first time we got to go backstage and um, and see like the behind the scenes stuff about how they take care of their fighters backstage, and uh, we were really impressed. I was I was really impressed with like the amenities and the, they really took care of their guys. Um, how, how has your experience been with the personnel over there?
4: Yeah, you know, like to said, everything's been great. Everything, the hospitality, everything, the way everything's run. You know, um, I can't complain. You know, like you said, I'm I'm grasping the moment, going with the flow. Hey, dude, to get this done, get this, absolutely. You know.
1: So at the weigh-ins today, you're so you're fighting Robert the one percenter Fuller, right? And you guys kind of had like a little weigh-in thing, and then he kind of like stared at you for a second, and then he did like a, "Eh, all right, all right. Did he say something to you? I couldn't find, figure out if he like said something to you or what. But he did like this kind of stare thing, like.
4: Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, he was saying, so I really didn't hear what he was saying, you know, Um uh, it's more of he's trying to get in my head, you know, exactly, you, you, you know, like uh, it's, yeah, it's not going to, you know what I mean? Like it, that's, you got to, he's got to hype it up, you know, you got to hype the show up, you know, Um but I didn't hear nothing. I didn't at hear any, nothing. At any know,
0: point, um, did you want to call him a stew nod? Something like that, right? <laughs> See,
1: so we have a we we have like a segment on our show that we do and it's yeah. called Stunout of the Week. And what we do is we take week. four people who yeah. did some dumb shit during the week. We call it Stunout of the Week. So we tell people here and there and they go, "What the hell is a stunout?" A lot of people don't know yeah, what stunout yeah, yeah. is. But when I saw your name Vinny Turriello, I said, "Vinny, knows what a stew not is. Come on
4: now, forget about it. Of course I know what it is.
1: Benny <laughs> yeah. knows what a stew not is. What yeah, part he's... of New York are you from?
4: Um but I mean I was born upstate a little little, little town called Carmel, New York actually. And uh yeah I was I, I was born there but like you know I lived in Florida my whole life. You know I don't remember much, you know. Yeah. That's it. I mean I was born there and then my dad came down. And uh we've been in Florida ever since.
1: But you have a Italian family. Um, very you Italian?
4: Know, I do but you know it's just my family split. Everyone's split. I mean, I got my pop, you know, what I mean my pops, my stepmom, my mom, my stepdad. But as far as like the big Italian family that you think with the last name, uh, I, really. I really no, I don't talk to no one, you know, we don't talk to no one. Everyone's split up, everyone's split,
0: you know? And that's it. So look at look at uh it has gotta be Rick in the in the comments right there. Forex X stunod shirt. <laughs> Lady, ladies and gentlemen, the stunod shirts are gonna be are being made very soon and uh and also the Killfoot shirts are coming into it, but we'll talk about that later. Vinny, tell us about your opponent, Robert Fuller. We don't know anything about him. He's making his debut tomorrow night, just like you are. Do mm-hmm. you know what, do you, can you tell us a little bit about Robert Fuller? Uh, or uh, um, I mean, you want to say about it?
4: You know, what I've seen from the guy, he's a brawler, you know, he's going to come in there swinging, swinging. He's going to look, you know, quick. That's it. You know, I'm, um, I'm confident in myself. I believe my my gas tank is too good for that, you know.
0: So you know what? I was watching uh, videos on your Instagram. Everybody should go follow him, Team X Torriello, down there at the bottom of the screen right now. Um, you're very sharp in everything that you do in the gym. Unbelievable! But the, the water bag, dude, you're fucking. I love watching your uh, your drills on the water bag. Tell us, like, you you seem like that's your your shit in the gym. Yeah, right?
4: that's that's uh. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love the water bag. Everything. I, I love that.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Ultra fast hands, head movement, footwork. I mean, I was watching. I was watching those videos today, and I'm like, man, I'm looking forward to this fight.
4: For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I'm gonna let my. Uh, like you said, I'm gonna let the speed. Speed's gonna be talking tomorrow. That's for sure. That's for sure.
0: Do you feel like there's any any like added pressure on you guys going in there, six heads deep, like? Um, like, like we all got to come out of there with a W yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, you know,
4: I mean? you know it's it's pressure, but it's always good. You know, we we like pressure. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about pressure. It's a, that makes you. You know, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable positions to be great. You know, if we all sit here and sit back from the sidelines and oh, nah, we're all going out there. Six of us, all from the you know slaughterhouse. We're all going to put on a show. We all know what we're capable of doing go out there and have fun do what we do we train we train too hard and think about everyone in the slaughterhouse that's who we we're fighting each other every day we're sparring this we're training yeah i mean yeah. it's crazy it's crazy you know pro boxers the bare knuckle mma we got everyone everyone is in and out of that gym you know um, very impressive it's crazy it's crazy you know and then, yeah. You got no choice but to keep up or you're going to get left behind pretty much. You know, pretty much. Absolutely.
0: I love it, man. I love the uh, I love the whole attitude that comes out of that gym. Um, describe Ryan Perez in three words for me. Do that.
4: Huh, let's see. He means business.
0: He means business. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Man. We like Ryan a lot. We we yeah. uh, we oh, run yeah. into him every time we go to a live show. We, we Absolutely, talk to him. he's a fun dude, man. Um, I mean, we're gonna do a, a quick three rounder, a three round question uh, thing, like we did. I know you saw us talking to uh, okay Brian. I don't know if you saw us talking to HD. We got We got a series of questions here for you, and then we'll like, all right let's go on the way here. Speed round with Vinnie Terriello. Here we go, number one. These are off the wall, by the way. Okay. Would you rather be forced to wear wet socks every day or only be able to wash your hair once a year?
4: Ooh. You know what's crazy? I'm gonna pick wash your hair once a year. And just because of, <laughs> I seen something crazy the other day talking about the guy was losing his hair and because all the fucking the shampoo and washing his hair. He said he didn't wash his hair in a couple of years and every, all of a sudden his hair looks like uh, Goldilocks and it's in great shape now. I'm just going off of that post that i seen. I don't know how real it was, but it's funny. I'm just going to answer like that. I'll do once a year. You know?
0: (laughs) But the the headline grabbed your attention. I love it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Number two.
1: Would you flip a coin if heads meant you instantly received $10 billion and tails meant you die instantly?
4: Oof. Oof. That's a gamble. That's a gamble. That's (laughs) Uh, that's
1: crazy. I'd lose. Yeah, that's
4: uh, the odds are against on that one. Goodness gracious. I mean, sure. if it was the end of the world, then, hey, listen, you got to flip it. Go ahead. You might as well flip it. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs>
4: mm.
0: All right. No, on the last one we got for you, what's a little thing that people do that automatically makes them a crazy person?
4: What's a little thing that do to automatically? Mm. People driving. You just drive, is going to make you a crazy person. Driving your car, driving your vehicle, especially out here in South Florida, it's going to make you a crazy person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not even South Florida, dude, every, I was, yeah I was just in Orlando the other day, took my kids down to Universal and stuff, and driving in Orlando is about the biggest fucking nightmare on the planet. Hey, it's horrible. Florida. It's horrible. <laughs> so much- Everybody –
1: Everybody's loving. They're all with their families, going yeah. to the friggin' yeah. uh, Disney World to have a good time. But you fucking cut somebody off, and they want to kill you. Nah, it's,
4: it's it's crazy. You want to kill them? It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got, <laughs> I got I got I got my family down, my my dad and my stepmom and everyone, and we're freaking driving. I'm like, Yo, it's one o'clock. It's on a Wednesday. What what's going on? I mean, you would think it's a a weekend.
0: Right. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I got we got friends that work at Universal and Disney mm-hmm. over there. They they live like literally like the way the ho- the crow flies or whatever you call it. They live like 4 miles from the place and it takes them like an hour to get to work every day. It's fucking Yeah, bullshit. it's wild, yeah. All right, brother. Well, hey, we're going to let you get out of here. Say a few things, shout a few people out and maybe make a prediction for your fight tomorrow night and we'll let you get out of here.
4: Okay. Um definitely want to shout out to Jim, Slaughterhouse, shout out, shout out to all them, coaches, Coach Bobby, Coach Ryan, everyone, man, the Slaughterhouse team, y'all know who you are. Um, shout out to my family, shout out to all the support that I've been receiving, especially on my pro debut, it's a, it's truly a blessing to everyone really coming out, and they know, you know, this is a long time coming. Um, shout out to my fiance, Christina, man, she's been there through the thick and thin, when we all, yeah, we're, that's another story we could probably do on, uh, you know, the, the really background of uh how it all started with the fighting and, and this and that. And, but, um, that's it, man. We're thankful, shout out to you guys for putting us on here. And uh, tomorrow, let's be ready. There don't blink, go. hey, don't blink.
0: Don't, don't blink. Don't Tune blink. in tomorrow night. Vinnie Turriello versus Robert Fuller. Both making their debut, BKFC, Fort Lauderdale. We will be tuned in. Thank you for coming on the show, brother, and best of luck sure. tomorrow night.
4: Thank you. Y'all have a good night.
0: All right, man. Take it easy. Take care. So There he is, Vinny Turriello, and we – are, dude, we, we're loving all these Slaughterhouse guys. They all have great positive attitudes. They all got awesome backstories, and they all seem to have a good woman by their side. You ever notice that, Mike?
1: Uh-huh. that good woman. And you yeah. know what? I'll be sneaking in his fight during Peppa Pig Live. <laughs> you better believe it. I'll be at Peppa Pig Live. My kids will be focused on Peppa Pig and George and all them, and I'll be focused on the fights.
0: Sneaking <laughs> them, of course. Absolutely. Where my wife a... can't see. <laughs> Where my good Woman you're going to be holding it like way down here. The All the way yeah. down yep. to the side. Are you That's
1: watching completely. bare knuckle? No, Why you no, keep looking
0: at your shoes, Mike? What are you doing? No, no, no it's no. military stuff. Got to, yeah. got to go to the bathroom. Got to drill this weekend. All right, man, we have one last guest for the evening. He is a return guest on the show. He is the pit Hell bull yeah. Jeremy Smith, and he will be making his BKFC debut, not his bare knuckle debut. Let's talk to the man himself, pit bull Jeremy Smith. What's happening, brother?
1: Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back. Welcome
0: back. back. Good to
5: be back. Good to it's be good back. To be back. back.
0: There you are, man. Like so, last time we talked to you, you were not in the BKFC. You were not with Slaughterhouse. I don't believe, but uh, no, no. Now here you are. About a year later, you're looking yeah, good. Take. Yeah, give or Thank take. You. You June, a- June seventeenth, yeah. last year june 7th yeah, So pretty much 10, so yeah, yeah 10 months ago <clears throat> yeah. so what you've been up to man how you been
5: training training hard being focused on this i'm obviously trying to get into bkfc pushing hard to get them and um, ryan perez helped me get in there so have been training and yeah focusing on my career you know it's
0: uh it's it's good to see you getting yourself over there and really and you know tying yourself into a into a a group like those guys over there at slaughterhouse you've been hearing us talk to these other guys like we got nothing but good things to say about them because they haven't given us any reason to say anything bad yet
5: great group of guys great group yeah. of guys they become, they become like family in the short time uh, in the time that i've been there they very close good people yeah and they deserve all the all the successes come
0: well how did you um how did you end up hooking up with those guys did, did, did Ryan reach out to you or did you reach out to them?
1: Oh, I'm trying to his, his, yeah, something happened here. You're back. Uh, their mic isn't connected. It's saying your mic isn't, you know what you should do? Take the headphones out. If you can hear me, it's just take the headphones out and just use the phone speaker. I don't think he can hear me. All right. So. If you can hear us back out, come back in, take the headphones off.
0: (laughs) Mike. See that? You like that? Yep. But Jeremy uh, Jeremy, back out and come back in if you can. What do you think, Mike?
1: Let me, let me pull him back in real
0: quick. Can Can you you hear us?
1: His, uh, his mic is muted. Hold on. Let's do this.
0: Um, yeah, he might he he muted it on his end. Uh, All right. Yeah. So let's see if he fixes that. Come yeah, back
1: in, buddy. I think if he takes his headphones off, uh it'll 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 fix. And we'll just talk to him through speaker. That might help out better. This ha- uh that happens a lot with like Bluetooth uh headsets and stuff like that.
0: But uh dude, he fought in the trigon, correct?
1: He did. He fought at BYB eight. Um, against Tegan Franco, he lost due to cut.
0: Yeah, let's get him back in here. I want to ask him about the uh, about the mighty Trigon. What's going on, Jeremy? Can you hear us now? Hey,
5: sorry, I lost you there, guys. I know yeah, we yet. lost you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, so no. last time we talked to you, you hadn't you hadn't made your debut yet, and and no. since then, you fought one time in BYB. BYB. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Talk a little bit about. Yeah about the your time over at by at byb and inside the triangle ring the uh the trigon there what was so, that like
5: BYB is a great promotion as well very good to give me a shot there um unfortunately it was a super stoppage got a little bit of a cut and the doctor stopped the fight um then i don't know how stopped off for fair knuckle boxing fight with a little cut Just kind of... and the trigon yeah that's a very interesting shape <laughs> there's nowhere to go <laughs> It's very interesting. Those corners are very deep as well.
0: I got to tell you that I know somebody very close to me that uh, absolutely hates the triangle ring, and he's right up here, that guy right there. <laughs> Mike, Why is
5: it? it makes the fights go quick.
0: Mike, Mike never has anything good to say about the triangle. Mike, <laughs> please tell him how you feel. Here's the thing. Like, I don't want to seem like
1: I'm hating on BYB because I like BYB. I still watch the fights. I like the bare knuckle fights, but I just hate that triangle ring. I just think it's silly. I think it's a gimmick, and I think it's uncalled for. (laughs) Uh, My personal opinion is if you have two professional fighters that are supposed to be fighting, why do you have to pressure them to fight? If they don't want to fight, they won't fight. They'll get beat, or they just won't fight again after their shitty fight. Why do we need to pressure people to fight? You need defense, too. I just don't like it. I think it's silly and a gimmick, but that's my thing.
5: Well, it takes away Ringcroft.
1: Yeah, you can't do anything. You're like, and and then, and I feel like people people get stuck. Like, the referee has gotten in the way more than a few times, and I hate that. (laughs) It drives me nuts. And actually, one guy got knocked out because uh, I don't think it's because he bumped in the referee, but it could have been.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was a different experience. It was definitely a yeah. different experience.
1: But it is it wild, wild as hell.
5: Completely different. Like puts you off when you get in there. You don't know exactly what to expect.
0: Well, when you, you start know, edging what, off
5: into that corner, you kind of panic because you're like, if you get stuck, if I put somebody in that corner, they're not getting out. So, you start inching <laughs> closer, it's like oh shit, let me get the fuck out of it quick. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. and there's nothing worse <laughs> than there's nothing worse than losing to a doctor stoppage to a cut, right? Especially oh, when you felt it's like a
5: stupid. One. I didn't even I could see perfectly. It didn't even hurt. Literally, skimmed my eyebrow. Wasn't
1: it? it was kind of on the side, but, right?
5: No, it's, it's in the center of it. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, so that's that's the scar from it, right there?
5: Yeah. This is the other one wrong. from Muay Thai. That one from Thai Wow.
0: Mike, Mike thought they. That was
5: from they... a knee in boxing.
0: Jeez, that's a off. that's a diesel car right off. there on, on the. On I still
5: won that fight. They let that fight go on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they let that one go, but the little. Uh, yeah, that one, ice...
5: that one stayed, and the other one, this stuff.
0: <laughs> Where did that one take
1: place? South Africa. Oh, uh, Yeah, you know, over here yeah. they're trying to get this bare knuckle thing legalized in all these states. So they're like, oh, hold on a second, yeah. I'll watch his eyes.
5: Yeah, I think that's probably the reason why the doctor stopped.
0: Yeah, but you know what? They look cool. The scars in your eyebrows look pretty cool. Oh, a lot thanks. of uh, you know, you well, know, they got vanilla, to shave them like this. Do you know vanilla ice? Yeah, vanilla ice used to, to shave them in his in his eyebrow yeah. there. And Mike used to shave <laughs> in his eyebrow, right? Yeah, Mike- I
1: was a gangster
0: when I was growing up. <laughs> oh man, so uh so since, since joining the uh the slaughterhouse boxing camp, yeah. Do you feel that you've made leaps and bounds in your game or are they just refining what you already had? What w- what's your time like been there?
5: Fine tuning. Fine tuning what I've got. And then giving me some more skills as well. Increasing my skill set.
0: Right. And you're uh, you're Definitely. fighting um you're fighting a guy who, uh, what the hell is it not? Dead and Davion Green. Davion. Another yep. big boy. You guys are a couple 195ers right now. I think you weighed in at what 193 and a half, 194 and a half, something like
5: that. Yeah, 193. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cut a little bit too much, by.
0: <laughs> yeah. That 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 weight class up there, that cruiserweight weight class in the BKFC, they're a bunch of serious animals up there, man. You're you're uh, yep. you're jumping in there uh, against a big dude in in green, and uh, you know the sky's the limit after that. Um, what do you know yeah. about your opponent, and how do you see the fight going?
5: he's got good reach tall guy um i saw a few of his fights you know, he fought uh, lorenzo hunt he's quite well there but uh, yeah i think pressure is what's going to win this fight and uh,
0: what do you what are your what are your like honest thoughts on the uh on the crop of fighters over there in that in that weight division
5: oh there's some good fighters yeah. <clears throat> very good fighters But yeah, they're big boys you know what i mean when you get hit for the a big guy with no glove on is going to hurt. So I think it's a pain division. Um, I think I can do well in that division if I close that. I can go. In. I could make one eighty five, but I don't want to be killing myself with weight class.
0: That was going to be my next question. Was going to be uh, the: Would you want to stay in that weight class, uh, move up to two hundred five, go down to one eighty five, or just kind of like float around and see what the BKFC offers you?
5: Let's see what they offer me. Whatever they want to do with, me, I'll do. I don't mind fighting any of those weeks. 185 yeah. are you fighting, they going to give me a bit more, like, they're going, oh, oh, it's going to come to a last minute. Yeah. <laughs> that one yeah. I got to cut. we are
0: going to need proper, a little bit of time proper. for that
5: one. Yeah, that's a proper diet.
0: That's <laughs> true. Do you think that Ryan Perez gave you a call because um, – he has a strict rule of you need to be covered in tattoos from your neck to your ass to be a, a slaughterhouse boxer.
5: Exactly. that why? Okay, so I didn't know why. I Yeah, mean,
0: it seems <laughs> like it seems <laughs> like every fighter that comes out of that camp is just tattooed to the freaking gills, man. It's crazy. That's, That's true. true. I was about to fight there, but that was the only reason he
1: didn't. They wouldn't let you in.
5: I didn't no have tattoos?
1: tattoos. Yeah. So he said, no, yeah. you have to go somewhere That's else. It. So I said, fine, I'll just settle with Medium.
5: Or just go to the tattoo artist. We can fix you up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a couple of days. I could be ready to go.
5: A couple of days. Yeah. I got it.
1: Yeah. A couple of days. days. The whole body, two days. Good. Good to go.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. My back alone is like a good 36 hours. <laughs> Jesus. So,
0: yeah. 36 <laughs> hours in the chair. I mean, over no, one time. go. No, Not no, no, that, that's over years, though. I'm I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, 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 spread out over time. You know, uh, I have, I don't have a lot of tattoos. I have, I have both of my shoulders done and my, like, in, the insides of my yeah. arms done. And somebody was asking me about that. And I'm like, you know, they asked me about time. And it's like, it's hard to to narrow it down, right? Especially with a yeah. guy like yourself. You probably have a hundred hours on your body, right? Of
5: course. It's like, you don't even think about it. It's like, so there's, was- Six hour sessions every time I went for a back tattoo, I went for four or five. And then that's just some of it. But the other parts, like, okay, well, that was not maybe five, then a bit of touch off, another five, then a verse. I kind of work it out a bit. Yeah, over a hundred, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> over a hundred. Wow. Mike, like Mike's going to get our logo tattooed on his ass. That's- okay, cool. I have I a some good tattoo artists.
5: why
1: would I ruin my ass with our logo I've got some Jeez. good
5: tattoo artists bro.
1: <laughs> I have uh, a friend that has one like, of my sponsors
5: greatest... is a tattoo shop
0: oh yeah Who's all,
5: that? In all in heroes
0: is that down in down in Florida
5: yeah they got one in uh, orlando and one in Colorado
0: oh okay and yeah. is that where you're getting all your stuff like now that you're uh you're oh, stateside? future yeah yeah future yeah yeah there you go yeah. The pit, go, bull. pit bull, Jeremy Smith, tomorrow night, making his BKFC yeah. debut. Uh, We're excited about this, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. we were excited the last yeah. time we we talked to you. Now you're yeah. finally in the BKFC. Um mm-hmm. How do you see the fight playing out between you and oh. your opponent tomorrow night? You don't have to give us game plan oh. or any of that, but just like, yeah,
5: how, you know. listen, you kind of yourself the fights gonna fail in the fight, to what's going on. But from what I can see, is well, because we start right in front of each other, that kind of helps me because of my height. I can cancel out his once a bit, so I can close the distance on him. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I'll take it easy, see what happens. I think if I start pushing him into the later rounds, my cardio will definitely be a lot better than his. I think he might have cut a lot more weight than me as well, so in the later rounds, he'll definitely cut. But yeah, let's see if we have to get to the later rounds. I might just yeah, put the pressure on from the beginning.
0: Jesus. What is the after party going to be like if Slaughterhouse goes 6 and 0 tomorrow? Yeah. Is it going to uh, uh, get a little crazy? <laughs> man, are me and are me and oh, Mike going to. Are we going Are, we are gonna you invited? Hate, yes,
5: you invited.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, are we going to hate the fact that we're not in Fort Lauderdale this week, even? Hey, yeah, you more? guys are show, sure, eh? Nah, we. We're going to be Here's, here's, the here's the We're thing. We're losers. We would be there. I think a paper
5: pig that's more important.
0: So obviously. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priorities, bro.
1: <laughs>
5: I'll nah, be taking
0: a lot of bathroom breaks. I right. can imagine. <laughs> See, the thing is, as we talked last time, and as you know, like me and him are still in the army. So this week. Oh, okay. This week, starting on Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is one of our biggest drill weekends of the year. So there is training. There is inspections and audits going on with our unit that cannot be missed. We'll and be uh, Mike's a platoon sergeant That's now. That. I'm the damn first sergeant. So we there's no way we could dip out of this. Oh, I would have
5: loved to join the Army, but I'm too old now. Right?
0: <laughs> you know.
1: Which is kind wouldn't... of crazy, too, because if you see the kind of dedication, you have to put it in the gym, to become yeah. the type of athlete that gets in a ring and starts punching people's faces in, you probably are going to be a better soldier than a lot of people who join the military <laughs> in the U.S. So I'm going to tell you that. That's so a guy Age that shouldn't be a fact. number. It shouldn't be. It, shouldn't be. it should, should be. Should be, be on a right. It should be your yeah. performance. Right. Yeah.
5: performance.
1: Like I,
0: I'm yes. pretty sure I can run a what's a two mile? Most. Yeah. Trust me, or you, you can probably pull smoke. Out. How yeah, fast you do could...
1: you run a two mile? I work in kilometers, so it's different. What do you do, uh, like, I, a 5K? 3.5K. That depends. I only do it five minutes, okay? 20,
0: 20 25 minutes. Probably. 25
5: then you're minutes. good. Nice.
0: You, you'll be good. You would smoke our PT test. You'll be good, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
5: How many push-ups, pull-ups you got to do?
1: <laughs> they, Listen, they just changed it recently, and there's, like, six events, so it's, it's kind of like uh, – you got to do like dead
0: a deadlift. It's almost like a CrossFit test now. Yeah. My deadlift
5: so, was 550, so I'm sure I can empower.
1: You're good. I'm
5: then. sure I
0: can get it. Yeah. Jeremy, I think what you're trying to say is that you need to speak to a recruiter. And uh, our numbers are down right now anyway, <laughs> so I'll get you a number. Retention <laughs> is everything, everybody. Retention, recruiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we could pull that off. Um we're nice. going to hit you with three speed round questions. And we're going to let you get yeah. up out of here. It's getting late. Cool, cool. Uh, speed yeah. round with Jeremy, the Pitbull Smith, cool. making his BKFC debut <clears throat> tomorrow night. Here we go. Number one. Who's the one cartoon character that you would bang, my friend?
5: Um, what do they take from Roger Rabbit?
0: Ah, uh, Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica yeah. Rabbit. That's it. <laughs> yeah, she actually fights for the BKFC. <laughs> her name is crystal Pittman. i'm just joking uh yeah um, yeah
1: but yeah <laughs> he knows crystal
0: yeah yeah he knows crystal
1: all right yes. number two if you were going to get a lip tattoo what would it
0: say
3: Fuck. Oh. <laughs> um
5: i wouldn't get a lip lip tattoo
0: though maybe you got On it inside
5: you mean like here?
0: yeah yeah like right here. yeah yeah
5: I don't know, do you remember that movie W or what? WTF? Yeah, yeah, maybe
0: something like that
5: or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah, like what? Or, WTF? And, what the? <laughs> I want f- put pitbull. Yeah, pitbull. There you go. Pitbull. Right. Trust yeah. I had. A, I had a friend in high school. that got "fuck you" tattooed on the inside of her lip, and it was like, my, friends
5: <laughs> my friend's got that.
0: <coughs> my friend's got that. They a
5: while. a friend of mine. Um. <laughs> yeah, my old tattoos kind of fade. you know. especially in the mouth. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And hands, hands are the worst. Knuckle tats. Here we go. Would you rather get twenty dollars every hour you do nothing or get five dollars every time say you wor- say the word fuck? Five
5: dollars every time I say the word fuck, I'll be a billionaire.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, would ima- <laughs> I would imagine you don't have a lot of hours in you of doing nothing anyway, so no,
5: exactly. <laughs> 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 <Wait a bit. laughs> I'm always fucking doing something. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'd be dropping fucks yeah. like commas, man.
5: Damn straight, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, my brother. Well, hey, why don't you shout yeah. a few people out and uh, just go ahead and give us a final um, prediction on the fight tomorrow night?
5: Well, I just want to thank all the guys at House for uh, helping me get ready. Um, KO Zone as well. It was a uh, hard knock 365. Um, Coach Chuck Easton. Ryan Perez, um, Yeah, Fallen Heroes tattoos by default. The streaming platform in India getting quite big. And obviously Total Nutrition supplement store in Western.
0: There you go. All right, man. And how are you gonna win it tomorrow night?
5: Push the pressure and yeah. Go for a knockout, but don't push. Don't look for the knockout. Hopefully,
0: hope you just get There it is, man. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show once again. We look forward to Thanks you and to all your doing, house Appreciate teammates you. tomorrow night. Best of luck. Go get yourself a win, and we'll talk to you soon.
5: Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate you guys. Have a all right, brother. Day. Take it easy.
0: Yeah. Take care. Bye. There's the Pitbull. You know he's not the only Pitbull in the BKFC right now. <laughs> Did you know that, Mike?
4: Hmm.
0: There's a 175 pound champion called.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. Tiago Alves. Yep. Tiago
0: Alves. And you know what? I I see a female boxer that I think trains with these guys every once in a while. Danielle, the Pitbull Cohen. Mm -hmm. I I see her all over Instagram. She's kind of making a name for herself. She's called the Pitbull, too. And I think she trains with these guys every. I don't know if she's Slaughterhouse or. uh, just, just trains there, just Florida. or just pops in every once in a while. But i seen her uh, post a bunch of pictures with the slaughterhouse guys, anyways. Man, what an awesome, awesome night! What an awesome group of fighters, man. Frank Tate is one of the most humble, uh, gigantic human beings that we've ever met. Uh, massive. Really, massive. He's, <laughs> He's fucking, massive. He's fucking massive. um, <clears throat> really looking forward to that fight with him and Joey Beltran tomorrow night. We like both those guys. Yeah. You know that Joey Beltran never puts on a a lame fight ever. So that one should be fantastic. And then all these Slaughterhouse guys, man, all these Slaughterhouse guys that come back that are coming out tomorrow night, HD is already is making his return, but then you got a bunch of debuters out there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited, Mike. Dude, I'm so excited. And real quick, before we end the
1: show, I just wanted to go through just a few things, right? So we just had BKFC 23, right? Mm -hmm. The old Richmond versus Rickles. Tomorrow night, we get Beltran Tate. I mean, fantastic. Thursday night fights, what the hell? Save the Peppa Pig night.
0: (laughs) April 30th, okay? Yep. Shabam! What's going on here, dude? The juggernaut. Are you kidding Diesel. me? Uh, I'm unreal, and you know what is
1: going on here.
0: I wish we could make that one too. God damn it,
1: man! Yeah, <sighs> boy, do I wish that we could make that. But there is an event that you and I are gonna get to, right? Yeah, and it's gonna be this one. And I can't wait to make it to this
0: May 6th, yeah. Orlando, Florida. Absolutely, man. And that card, um. We, we got, like, uh, a bunch of fucking well-known fighters on that card, right? We got we got Dave Mundell on there, Julian Lane, Jack Claffey is making his debut against Malo. You got Josh Sanchez out of uh, Smith Brothers fighting. Yep. Uh, Art Parker's fighting. Terry Janoski versus fucking Jay, Jay Jackson. Jackson. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, dude. Goodness the, the gracious. Card, the card is amazing. I, I mean... It's
1: pandemonium!
0: Yeah. It, it, it's pandemonium <laughs> yeah it's uh that card stacked i mean
1: but hold on know, but wait oh you're gonna say oh, something about this uh, card? Th-
0: that one that card right there other than that heavyweight title fight which you know the heavyweight title fights in bare knuckle fighting are you know everybody's favorite thing you know but the fact that julian lane and dave mundell are on that card And Julian Lane never, ever, ever puts on a a fuck. He is always a fight of the night contender. And then on top of that, Jay Jackson and Terry Janowski. Terry Janowski, the only time we got to see him fight it was oh, against boy. Richard the Cure Karsten. Yeah. And we did not get to see a true display of what Terry Janoski can do. And he is a shift MMA guy fighting. What he trains with all them fucking killers over there with Dave Mundell, with fucking Martin Brown, and Jared Warren, and all those guys. So I'm really interested in seeing what he's actually made of against Jay Jackson, who we know can bang. Oh yeah. Yeah. That card's awesome. Yes, you can. Yeah. Shift MMA is in the house right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm really excited about that one because okay. we know Jay, we know Jay. Well, you yep. know, we've seen him fight a couple times. He puts on, he puts it all out there every time. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Fantastic knockout in his debut. Tough fight in his second one. But, um, R- uh, Terry got that win against Richard DeCure Carsten and, and, uh, we really need to see him. Oh, boy. We, we, we got we to gotta see him up against some competition here. Yeah. The, Richard DeCure Carsten
1: next. He's fighting a paper towel uh, roll and <laughs> uh, maybe some pad he took off of the headrest of like a total gym or some shit. But uh, anyways, right. on, on May 7th, shebang. This is the night after the Kleckler Adams. This is the, happening.
0: The next and, night.
1: The very next night, PKFC to Thailand. Let's get some good fights on here. We've got Steve Panda Banks fighting. We've got our buddy TJ Chang. He's going to be fighting Hawthorne. And this card has a female man, Freddie. I don't know if anybody's ever seen her fight. She fought at Bare Knuckle Kingdom. If anybody remembers. John Nutt was introduced, I think, to the world uh, at that event where people were literally dying of heat stroke, I feel like. And they didn't literally die. I'm lying. But people might have died. I don't know. It was very hot out. It was very hot. And John Nutt was sweating his ass off. And he was a nutcase. But this woman, Manfredi, not, she beat the brakes off of the girl she fought. So I'm going to tell you, I'm watching her. She's in the picture to the left with the uh, black light tattoo on her right shoulder. And Can't it's for, wait for that, yeah. And then, dude, no more oh. and
0: then's. No more this and then. The last are, and then. Are you fucking kidding me with this one, Mike? I know. Oh my god! It just keeps getting better and better. It just keeps getting better and better, and you know what? If we could get to that, when we will, and in the reason why, like maybe we could pull off a, a little bit I, of a, a miracle. I think we can. I think think we can pull
1: up some miracles. We're going to do it for you guys. Not for us. We're going to do it for you. Not for me. You know who's on
0: that card? Do you know who's added to that card? I mean, we we know that Dakota Cochran and Josh Dyer are fighting on that card. But do you know our boy, Jay Fish, has been added to that card Uh against the hip-hop guru himself, Houston, the assassin, Alexander, who in his only BKFC fight won very controversially, yeah, yes, against another Smith Brothers fighter, and now he's uh he gets to step back in there in Omaha, Nebraska uh, once again against a killer in the name of Jay Fish. I'm excited about that one, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's Up gonna be way. awesome. And yeah, a former guest of our show, Cody Land, is also fighting on that card. Cody Land's on that card, yeah. So yeah. you know the BKFC just keeps on pumping these cards out, dude, and. Very soon, we're going to have to put in our retirement packets because I'm sick and tired of fucking doing what we do for a living. I'd much rather do this, my friend. Oh, yeah. for right. for real. Right. <laughs> That's all I want to do. It's all Anyways. I want to do. With that said, we love all you guys. We are so happy to be back. We will be back next Wednesday. No show tomorrow night because Mike's got to do Peppa Pig, and we all got to watch BKFC Fort Lauderdale. With that said, Mike, got anything else? You
1: know what I have? Peace.